Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to I'm Absolutely Fine, the podcast from the middle that looks at all the glamour and indignity of being a grown-up. Hi everyone, I'm Emily and I'm absolutely fine, but I am reading a book that I hate, but I really want to know what happens. So basically I'm having like hate sex with my book. I can't even look up the ending because I kind of want to know how it happens. So I really need the process. So I need all the grunts and the squelching and everything, but I also am not enjoying a single second of it. And I'm sure I'll be disappointed by the ending. It will not be a happy ending. How are you, Annabelle? <laughs> I'm Annabelle and I'm absolutely fine. But the clocks went back and um, it gives me jet lag. I mean, there's this idea that, you know, oh, spring forward, fall back. It's for the farmers. We get an hour back, an hour more sleep, an hour in bed. I didn't get an hour more sleep. I'm completely discombobulated. And it in no way has given me more energy or more anything. It has taken things from me. I'm not sure what, but it, all in all, I feel like it's a scam. What, you've been scammed by... The propaganda around this propaganda. mythical extra hour. Propaganda. You know, there's propaganda around so many things that are meant to give us things that they don't. Water. Water is a scam. Water is a scam. Water <laughs> is supposed to give us, as we all carry around the bottles, weighed down with bottles of water, bottles and bottles. Do you remember when we actually used to leave the house, like, without a bottle of water? Yes, in anticipation that there may be, there would be water at some point, and if there wasn't, you know. Um, water is meant to give us good skin. It's meant to give us reduced anxiety. It's meant to prevent headaches. It's meant to give us a better memory. I mean, let us all collapse and laugh now. Uh, it's meant to give us more energy. What does it give us, Emily? Well, what does it give me? What does it give us, Emily? A lot of little peas. Yeah, not even one satisfying, like, <laughs> desert pea, but just many, many small peas. And you never know, oh, will it be now? Will it be there? You can't time them. There was water half an hour ago. Will there be pea in half an hour? Will there be pea in 10 minutes? Will there be pea in 12 hours? There will be pea, and that is all that there will be as a result of water. I know, it's a risky business, the peeing, as well. It's like, will I will I make it? Can I hold it? Is my pelvic floor up to it? Okay, I'm quite enjoying this game. All right, let's see what else is a scam, Annabelle. Emails. They're supposed to give you efficiency. They are. Uh, what else are they supposed to give you? Uh, the feeling of having like ticked a box and completed a task, like I've sent the email. And therefore something has been done. It is finished. And it is actionable. And also I feel like it's sort of the ability to communicate kind of clearly and calmly without interruption, without having to kind of look at the person, without having to kind of be actually in the place. Mm -mm -mm. What does it actually give you? Oh, it gives you a terrible thing. <laughs> What's the terrible thing? It's a terrible thing. 
It's called a thread. <gasps> oh my God. Can open worms everywhere. A thread. So true. It's like evidence, a track. I know. Paper trail, except it's not even paper. Don't you hate it when people say paper trail, even though exactly it isn't? Oh, Another okay. scam. Here we go. Tell me. Weekends. Ah. Oh. Weekends are meant to give you. What are weekends meant to give you in our fantasies? They are meant to give you personal space, the opportunity to see loved ones, a phrase <laughs> I don't like, to maybe let our hair down or even like get our hair done. To do something like improving, like visit a gallery or, or attend a kind of candlelit concert in a church in aid of something. You're indulging our in our uh, passions or oh. hobbies. I mean, I don't know if you have passions or hobbies, but my weekend suggests to me that I absolutely <laughs> don't. And they're meant to provide, crucially, a kind of energy bank to see us through the following week. And what do weekends actually give us? They give us one day of exhaustion to the point of collapse <laughs> and a second day of anxiety to the point of madness. <laughs> so weekends are actually definitely a scam. Yes. Okay, I, I tell you what else I think is a scam is Christmas. We've Clearly. broken the seal now, so we can talk about Christmas, by the way. We said it. The C word? Yeah. What are you doing for Christmas? Exactly. We can just ask Are you organised for Christmas? Yeah. All set for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? Um, are you looking forward to Christmas? Christmas is meant to give us joy. <laughs> That's the headline of Christmas, right? Joy. <laughs> it's true. It's joy to the world, joy of giving, joy of receiving. The joy of togetherness. I mean, what does it actually give you? <laughs> Okay, well, for a start, an unmanageable overdraft, right? Yeah, so you can't afford therapy to deal with the mental health <laughs> crisis delivered by spending too much time with your family. Extreme discomfort. And then that can come in all kinds of ways. So it's long drives, packed train journeys where you basically end up standing, awkward sleeping arrangements. You may even have to like give up your own bed or sleep on a camp bed or whatever. The surrendering of your personal space, that personal space that we know that we love, yep. that we've been sold. Yep, it does. And also it gives you bottomless feelings of inadequacy. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, you know, from what to where to a Christmas party, if you're even invited to a Christmas party, I mean, Christmas parties deserve a whole podcast of their own, which they may get near the time. Inadequacy of buying the wrong presents, not being grateful enough for the stuff that you're receiving or not being demanding enough or not being boundaried enough or being too rigid, you know, feeling as though you have a horrible family when everyone else has a nice family even though they don't have a nice family for me it's being a terrible decorator ugly tree boring tree ugly table ugly 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 ugly, ugly. look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do i even say other than hey <sighs> well that's why they're introducing an all-new bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I tell you what I suffer from all through Christmas, a very loud voice in my head that just says on repeat, I want to be alone. 
please leave me alone. I need to be alone. Why can't I be alone? And the terrible thing about that is that it makes you a terrible person and ungrateful because you know in your heart that loneliness is a massive problem at Christmas. And yet you're slightly thinking chance would be a fine thing. I mean, someone's going to smite me for that, but do you not have those feelings of wanting to be alone? No, I, I think the thing about Christmas is that it sells you the idea of joy and it just ends up making you feel like a terrible it person. It makes you feel like a terrible person. Okay. Things that are also a scam, I would say sizing. Oh, well, I mean, clearly. I mean, sizing is supposed to give you clarity, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be, give you order. It's supposed to give you, I mean, for fuck's sake, the ability to order online so you just never have to go in a shop. Yes. <laughs> it gives ha, you, ha, ha. Yes. It gives you hate and loathing. Bottomless yeah. hate and loathing of yourself and of the retailers and of the patriarchy and the inconsistency and the reductiveness of small, medium and large. What does small, medium and large mean? I mean, as compared to to what, to who, to, to it's just horrific. It makes you hate the whole awful, tangled, confusing, abusive nature of sizing. Why can't they get their shit together? I have no idea. Honestly, petition change.uk or change.org or whatever that fucking thing is. I'm too tired for this shit, largely because sleep is a scam. Okay, so this is one of my personal like bugbears because sleep is supposed to, you know, they, do you remember that book, Matthew, I can't remember his name. Like, Motherfucker. And he's like, I give myself eight hours of sleep, non-negotiable, you know, and you're like, fucking hell. I know. Because, and the, his reason is because sleep is supposed to give you good mental health longer life expectancy okay let's flip that in other words if you don't sleep you'll yes. be mad you'll yes. be dead soon yes and even if we do get sleep okay that once in a blue moon there is no guarantee that we're actually going to feel any better no there isn't i mean sometimes it's really weird after you know eight hours i can't remember the last time that happened uh-huh. yeah. yeah well you know i'll feel even more defeated and sluggish and wading through treacleish than i did on three hours sleep and I just think that, isn't it weird that if this body is supposed to heal itself through sleep and do all these things, and it's like a natural process, that we just can't do it? In yeah. which case, can I get a fucking refund? Oh, can I get a refund is one of those phrases, isn't it? It's one of those phrases <laughs> like like adulting. Huh? It's one of those phrases, can I get a refund, that probably we should actually retire. I mean, I agree with you, honestly, but can I get a refund? What other phrases should we retire? Uh... I mean, while we're here. I did a thing. Oh, I did a thing. It's, you know, it's, it's the humble braggishness of that that's so needling. I mean, what are we meant to take from that? I mean, I, I, I did a thing too last night. I, I did a few things. I cried. I had a bath. I ate carbs while piling things I'll never buy into online shopping baskets. Does that count? Because I did a thing is always so worthy. It's like, here's my new book. Here's the pot I made. Here's the garden I transformed. It's never a mugshot. I mean, I could live with I did a thing if it was reframed. So it meant like criminal activity. <laughs> I, I did a robbery or I broke something or I was a dick and I, and I started a fight. But, but I did a thing is always something that's not going to make anyone else feel good about themselves. It's basically a trigger warning. A trigger warning is another phrase that should be re- retired. I really like the idea of I did a thing and then like posting a mugshot. Yeah. Like I actually did. I did a bad thing. Yes, I, I did a whoopsie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> If it could be reworked to mean I did a bad thing, then, you know, I, then I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Another phrase that should probably be retired. Oh, well, I'm here for it. I tell you the phrase that really stresses me out that I think should definitely be retired, if only for my own sanity, is read that again. Yes, when people write, re- people put read that again at the bottom of something. Read that again. Why? I take it so literally. I think it means read that again. And I look at it because I think I've missed something. Well, like it's a riddle. Yes, exactly. Like it's like, well, what has a shadow that doesn't have a, you know, 
But that's the mean-spiritedness of Read That Again, is it's meant to ignite a mini panic. It makes you feel so panicked, yeah. It's so bossy. Yeah. And it makes you feel panicked and also sort of resentful. Like, who are you to tell me what to do? It's like saying, you will listen to me carefully and you will take in what I say or else. Yes. Basically calling you a terrible person. Yes. And if it's Christmas, you already feel like a terrible person. So let's normalize. Never write and read that again. Let's normalize. That's another terrible one. It's so worthy. Let's normalize all of you lot being less judgmental and old fashioned and unreconstructed and backwards. If you're not prepared to weave whatever I say through the fabric of your own thinking, then you are part of the problem. Yeah, my main issue actually, beyond that, is why is normal good? Oh. Why is normalizing anything the goal? Why can't things be special? And why can't people be standout? And why can't differences be precious? Yeah, maybe all that COVID shit has scarred us. The new normal, the old normal, the shit normal. So here's what we could do. We could ban, normalize. We could also ban the whole concept of normal. I love that. Thank you for coming to my TED talk, <laughs> which is another phrase that we need to ban. <laughs> I, quite, I think I quite like that phrase because I, I sort of I'm secretly hoping that someone's going to ask me to do a TED talk one day, although fuck knows what about maybe about why Christmas makes you a terrible person. Emily, we need oh, to talk. Do we? Literally. I literally had a whole body flush just now. You did it again. Literally. The, the word literally was banned <gasps> years ago, but it's staging a comeback. You, are tr- you, Emily, are trying to make literally stage a comeback. And don't think I haven't noticed because the way that you are doing it is you are saying it in a sort of slow-mo American accent. So you're saying literally all the time, like you're using it ironically. No, don't look at me like that. Admit that you are. You're like a certain kind of British man who, when he wants to get sexy, has to say it in an accent, usually French. Shall I come up for a little coffee? <laughs> a bit of je ne sais quoi. Okay, I tell you what, speaking of Americanisms, okay, that bug me. People posting a picture of themselves on their birthday usually Gwyneth Paltrow, who I love in every other respect but this, saying another trip around the sun. I mostly love her. In fact, the only reason I love her is when she did that incredibly sinister thing when she won her court case of bending down in her head to toe, sort of navy blue cashmere and whispering into her into the man's ear, I wish you well. It was a boss fucking move. So sinister. I love her for that. Exactly. But another trip around the sun. What does that mean? Another trip around the sun. What does that mean, Emily? Well, I think it's supposed to say I've been on the planet circulating for another whole year. So it's like to celebrate oh, the birthday. Oh, but, carbon footprint, Gwyneth. I mean, quite. <laughs> and it sounds fucking exhausting. God, I've done another trip around the sun. Also, is it quite egomaniacal? Like, you're the only one. Everybody is going around all the time, aren't they? I mean, you know, I just think it's exhausting. Shut up. There you go. I'm retiring that phrase. Sounds very tiring. Very tiring. And I think that I'm too tired to think of myself as traveling around the sun in a permanently active way because, I mean, partly the sleep, but also the endless, endless micro decisions and tiny dilemmas that are presented to us in every single moment. I mean, maybe that's why we can't sleep. I mean, for example, <laughs> 2 a.m. this morning, awake, should I book an exercise class for, for 8 a.m.? Should I book it or shouldn't I book it? Should I or shouldn't I? Should I get up or should I lie here? Should I have chamomile tea? Should I go and read a boring book? Should I put on a meditation app? Should I put on white noise? Or should I lie here? Tiny, tiny, tiny little crossroads at all at all time. I agree. Should I get up and do my annoyingly stri- slightly pointless stretching? That was at 5 a.m. Yeah, or did not? you? No. no. I just lay in the bed lying there going, should I get up and do my pointless stretching now? Should I get up and do it now? Should I just give up? 
and just start my day or not. Should I do a grocery delivery? Should I add to my grocery delivery? Do I need to edit the grocery delivery? Can I make it cheaper? Should I be meal planning better? What even is meal planning, but I should be doing it. Why can't I meal plan? I don't know why I can't meal plan. But yeah, I think about that all the time. Should I put a whitewash on? Do I have enough white, dirty stuff to put a whitewash on? Will it be done in time? But I need pants. But then the last time I did a small whitewash, I felt so guilty about the waste as well. And then the machine got stuck. So then everything was wet. And then you had to, I had to do another rinse, which then obviously pushed the timing out, which meant that I had to leave wet pants in the machine and then wash them again later. If you do decide to do a whitewash, you'll put the whitewash on and then find a sock, a white sock on the stairs. Of course. Should I have breakfast now or later? Now or later? Every day now or later? Should I do it now or later? Should I have another cup of coffee? Another cup of coffee? Should I have coffee now or later? Now or later? And inevitably, it's like another cup of coffee and no breakfast, right? Every day. Should I listen to today or should I listen to Magic FM? Yes. Am I going to put myself there or am I going to pretend that la, 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 nothing is happening? Should I wash my hair or can I leave it for another day? Do I have enough time to wash my hair? Do I have the energy to wash my hair? Is it weird to wash your hair at 3.30 in the morning? <laughs> Do I have enough dry shampoo? In fact, is there enough dry shampoo in the world to deal with my hair. If I wash my hair, should I dry my hair? Yeah. And if if I do dry my hair, do I then get out the brush or do I just rough dry it? Uh, or do I just towel dry it? Or do I just, you know, not wash my hair? And then back again. What can I bear to put on my body? Oh. What fits? <laughs> what looks the least like I'm having a catastrophic nervous breakdown? This morning I was like, should I wear loafers with socks? Should I wear loafers? Do I like loafers? Do I like loafers with socks? Do I like socks? I mean, just went on and on and on. Should I wear a t-shirt and a jumper or just a jumper or a t-shirt and a jacket? Will I be cold? Will I be hot? Can I, can I make it through the day without a temperature malfunction? No, no, no. Can I just make it out of the house without a temperature malfunction? I, you know I've had a temperature malfunction already today because I'm now wearing the office cardigan. Yes, you are wearing the office cardigan. <laughs> Very nice. Should I order those clippy things, those clippy hangers to hang my trousers on? Is that just more money? you know, going out of the bank account on another pointless, cluttery thing? Or am I truly annoyed that my trousers have a horizontal line across the thigh? Do I like those trousers? Should I wear those trousers? Do those trousers fit? I hate everything. Everything. And then on repeat, should I eat? What should I eat? Should I eat now? Should I eat later? I mean, we used to worry about food, you know. Because it would make us fat. And now we worry because it's going to make us bankrupt. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Should I be spending the money on that croissant. It is perfectly possible to go into a coffee shop and order a croissant and a flat white and leave with a bill for nine quid. So you should maybe just have the coffee then? Just the coffee, definitely the coffee. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're absolutely fine. Right? I know, you bought me a coffee. Emily, Emily bought me a coffee yesterday, very kindly. She bought me a flat white. And, she, and every time she buys me a flat white, she comes back clearly horrified by the, by the price and says, is it meant to be this small? I just don't understand why. They just hand me such a small thing. And I I'm think panicked. it's because when we first worked together, when dinosaurs roamed the earth, we all drank lattes and that's like a pint of milk. Fucking grande lattes. But also the other thing about Adam's coffee order is that she wants it extra hot, which I just also can't wrap my head around. Well, I don't want lukewarm milk. But why would they? Surely it's going to be hot. You'd be surprised. You're not a coffee drinker. I'm not a coffee. Again, another of the many mysteries of coffee. Yes, exactly. Emily's not allowed coffee. She has a history with coffee. And by the way, all these decisions and these dilemmas and these like backwards and forwards that we've been talking about, they've all happened, you know, before 8am, before 7.30am, oh, before 6am. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. But they are also horribly interspersed with the big dilemmas. <laughs> so you go from should I buy clippy hangers to should I leave my husband? Should I move house? <laughs> should I get a dog? 
Should I retrain? And the day continues along the same lines. You know, the wallpaper of it is, should I pee now? Should I wait till the meeting is over? When was the last time you arrived somewhere and didn't have to run to the loo? I mean, it's really bad at the moment, actually. I need to to have a like a, a proper like pelvic floor conversation with myself. I think it's totally intertwined with you with nerves because you don't do it at weekends. You do it when you arrive somewhere for work. Yes, it's like a Pavlov, Pavlovian. Pav, Pavlovian. Pavlovian. Sounds wrong, but it's right. <laughs> a Pavlovian thing. And peppered throughout the entire day, should I cancel? Can should I, I cancel? cancel? Will I cancel? Will they cancel? <laughs> Will they cancel? Please let them cancel. I pray for them to cancel. But if they don't cancel, can I cancel? He cancelled last time. Can I cancel? Also phoning each other up or talking to each other going, do you think I can cancel? Yes, would you cancel? If you were them, what would you think if I cancelled? <laughs> Tiny dilemmas. Right now, it's slightly... Should we keep talking? Should we end the podcast? Should we say goodbye? I think we should say goodbye. We'll say goodbye. I made a decision. Okay, well done. She made a decision. Oh, it's a triumph. Bank the wins. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to Annabelle Rifkin and Emily McMeekin of The Midult. Our book, I'm Absolutely Fine, is out now. If you like what you hear, please rate, review and subscribe. Subscribe.